VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. AirPods Pro with adaptive audio automatically keeps out the sounds you don't want to hear so you can listen to your music and lowers your music to let in the sounds you do need to hear. Hi there. Hi, what can I get you? I'll have a strawberry mango coconut probiotic smoothie with wheatgrass. Anything else? Extra wheatgrass. Here you go. AirPods Pro with adaptive audio. Available on AirPods Pro second generation when enabled. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like in the parking lot at your kid's peewee championship game. A trophy bigger than your five-year-old is blocking the rear windshield of the car in front of you. As they reverse into you, you're stuck on defense. And if you don't have the right auto insurance coverage, this crash could drain your athletic fund. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of best tires, like the highly consumer-rated BF Goodrich All-Terrain TAKO2. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. What is up, everybody? John Middlecoff, Three and Out Podcast. How's everyone doing on this beautiful, it's actually June 25th because it's a podcast and I'm recording it before you listen. Uh, it's a little later. I've put this bad boy off, but that's the great part about doing a podcast. You can do it whenever you want. You know, this isn't a radio show. I can literally record it at any moment of the day. And then whenever you listen to it, you just listen to it. It's the, the great part about this medium, which I, I love a lot, and it's been uh, good to me and my unborn children. But uh, we don't have that much going on today. Nothing too crazy. Uh, I, I hate to do it because I've tried to avoid it, but you know some of the big topics right now, Tom Brady being shamed for working out, Malcolm Jenkins said some things on CNN, we'll dive into off the top, then we got some NFL stories, and then like always, the Middlecoff mailbag, at John Middlecoff is my Instagram handle, DMs wide open, you're welcome to fire on in there, ask a question, people show. Also appreciate everyone who has left a message uh, on the iTunes page for 3 and Out. Leave a review, greatly appreciated, subscribe to the podcast, if you're listening to this, I know some of you listen to this on Colin's feed, subscribe to that podcast, leave a review, tip my hat to you. Thank you very much. Okay, let's dive into Tom Brady, the starting quarterback for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. It's kind of weird when you say that out loud. If I would have said five years ago, say Tom Brady, the starting quarterback for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, you would have looked at me been like, bro, are you on drugs? What's your deal, bro? And I'd be like, no, he actually <laughs> leaves the Patriots. Listen to me. He's going to win a couple more Super Bowls. He's going to have this crazy 28-3 comeback. He's going to win this kind of a snooze fest against this Really good-looking coach that you haven't heard of yet named Sean McVay. He's going to be kind of called this whiz kid, but Belichick and Brady are going to beat him. Then it's going to get a little weird. Tom's going to redo his contract, and he's going to bounce. We're going to have this thing called the pandemic, but I don't want to really want to get into that. But he's going to be on Tampa Bay. And Gronk is going to retire and then get traded to the Buccaneers. Weird deal. Oh, Bruce Arians, who's now the coach of Arizona, he's going to be the coach of Tampa Bay as well. You're like, what? What kind of world is this? I'm like, ah, it's the world we live in. Uh, but in all seriousness, one thing I noticed, and I, I, I have actively been trying to do this, I, I, I like Twitter a lot for games, for sports news. I, I, I don't like the Twitter in mid-pandemic. Like, I, I, I don't need to hear everyone in the media's opinion on absolutely everything when there's no sports going on. Like, I, 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 know, I know what they all think. I, I get it. But I, I try to avoid it. But to put together a podcast... Just in terms of getting some news, you do need to look at it a little bit. So one thing, when I was scrolling around on, on Twitter, on this, you know, middle of the summer, this is typically pretty dead time in football in general, been a weird year to begin with, but scrolling around, Brady, who has continued to do these workouts, 
despite the union, who I'm sure Tom Brady does not respect at all, the union, now granted, they fought for him in his uh, Deflategate case, but that's partly because you have to pay dues when you're in a union. Separate discussion. Reality is, 49ers held a workout in Nashville last week. Uh, Camp Jimmy 2.0, because first Camp Jimmy was in San Jose. But then a lot of guys live out there, so they flew everyone out there. Jimmy, from what I've been told, put a bunch of guys up. Good teammate. Also the richest teammate there. So, you know, it's part of the deal. And they had a guy get hurt in Debo Samuel. And then they had a guy test positive. Could have been Debo Samuel, because if you were just going to take an educated guess, you'd go, well, the guy who broke his foot and had to go to the hospital, what probably happens to that guy? He gets tested for corona. Now, maybe, I don't know this, maybe they were testing all the guys that were working out every day. I doubt it because the team had nothing to do with it. And following around some of the players' Instagram account, I don't think they really were thinking about corona. But, needless to say, by the end of last week, the NFLPA released a statement highly recommending, because they don't have like the jurisdiction, they're not the law, recommending please don't work out anymore. Here's the problem with that. What players work out, it's what they do. And the reality is, Tom Brady then today, or this week, held workouts, tweeted out, the only thing to fear is fear itself, FDR, and Corona truthers kind of bashing him like he doesn't believe in Corona. I don't think that's... He does not think Corona's a hoax. But if you think that Tom Brady is just not going to work out with Gronk and Mike Evans because he's worried about getting the Corona, I think you're a little out of touch. Because I'm 35. Most people in my life are between, you know, 40 and 25. I don't know anyone who's scared of the corona. I've been saying this over and over. I follow a decent amount of pro athletes on social media. None of them that I follow seem to be scared of the corona. Mainly because they have been told for three plus months, don't worry, it doesn't really impact young people. Especially healthy young people. The numbers have shown that. I think it also hurts that we've seen countless guys, Zeke Elliott, reading. He's like, yeah, weird couple days, you know, felt kind of crappy, but I felt good. I'm good now. All these guys, yeah, I'm good now. I've seen a lot of that. So, again, I don't fault Tom Brady for keeping the foot to the pedal. Because the reality is, and Mike Florio's crushing him, saying that he's setting the tone for America. Mike Florio would be the same person if Tom Brady starts 0-2 and throws picks and looks awful, Headline, Monday morning, Buccaneers 0-2. Tom Brady is washed. It is over. I think I've said this before. The number one thing that stood out to me in that McGuire-Sosa documentary was Roger Maris's kids talking. They said, my dad told me that when I was chasing the record, when I was in the lineup, every reporter would be like, you're going to take Babe Ruth's record? You're going to ruin this record? It's going to be, you're going to do this to the greatest player in baseball history. And it was a lot of pressure on him. And then on the days he'd be sitting out, the same reporters would say, are you scared to break this record? Do you not want to do this? So the reality is you can't worry about what other people think, especially the media, when you have a job to do. Now, is the football season going to happen? I'm not a scientist. Hell, Dr. Fauci is a scientist and his tune changes every day. We don't know. Nobody freaking knows. But I know this. One thing I learned when I worked in the NFL, and now I've learned this doing in, working in the media, you have to be prepared for things to happen. Because the moment you're not prepared and things do happen, you look like an idiot. And when you have a public job, they don't give a shit that, you know what, you probably weren't supposed to work out in early June when you're throwing incompletions in October. Now, is Tom Brady, do I feel like he's some never wearing mask or trying to pass on the corona and kill mom and dad? I don't. I do not at all. But do I think Tom Brady, the greatest quarterback of all time, is going to not practice because the NFLPA recommends not practicing? I don't. And you see it all around the league. Matt Ryan's doing it. The Detroit Lions tweeted a pick. The Raiders are practicing. The Niners are practicing. Everyone's practicing. You know why? Because in in football, if you don't practice, you do not get better. It's just that simple. The NBA, Major League Baseball, none of this is any different. I was listening to a podcast like last week. Rumor, the Lakers, there's a super rich guy in LA. They've been practicing together as a team for like a month and a half. 
like everyone, the highest level of athletics, of any business. I, I've said it from the jump of this thing. This is not a vacation. You can't just, you have to do what's best for you. Now, I'd recommend doing it safely, doing it smartly, but you can't just press pause. Because if you press pause and two months later you look up like, why have I lost market share? Why am I losing? That's the way the real world works. I get it's easy for a lot of these people to say, stop it, Tom, go home. Tom Brady has a lot to prove. And I I can't fault him for working out. Just like all these people, everyone's working out. I saw something clip get Saquon Barkley's working out. You have to work out to play in the NFL. You cannot just press pause for three months and then show up and play the season, especially at quarterback, especially in the new season. And in 2020, I, I got news for you. There's no right or wrong. No one has any answers right now. We're all searching. No one knows because the information comes out. One day it says one thing, the next day the other thing. Now listen, I've said from the jump, if you whatever you ask me to do, I'll do it. I'm not trying to be a malcontent. I, don't, I also think these people arguing on social media like, these people not wearing masks. Like, are there really a lot of those people? Again, maybe I live in California. You tell me to wear a mask, I put on a mask. You know, it's, it's inside your building or inside your restaurant, which it's not even a choice for me. But it's not that difficult. Do I want to do it? Of course not. Does it suck at 110 degrees? Of course it does. But if you ask, I'll do it. So is Tom, do I, do I understand why Tom's working out? I, I do. Do I understand, like in the NBA, Avery Bradley didn't show up for the Lakers? I do. He doesn't want to. You know the greatest part of about America? You don't have to do anything you don't want to do. I say this all the time for the people, and there's a lot of them by me in California. If you are terrified of this virus, which is more than your own right to be, stay home. Stay inside. You don't have to go out. They have these things now. It's called, uh, I don't know if you've heard of them, Jeff Bezos, Amazon. Whatever you need, he'll deliver it to you. You don't even need to leave. You don't need to leave. Whatever job you have, if you hate it and therefore just quit. <laughs> I mean, I, I, Malcolm Jenkins went on today talking about the safety and when they play, there's going to be like a trust process that you're almost going to have to assume everyone's doing the right thing. And he's, he's not wrong. Malcolm, this is not going to be a seamless you know, deal once the NFL starts. As coaches have said, it is not humanly possible to run a football operation and socially distance. It's, it's, it's humanly impossible. You can't run a football practice without people touching every play. Unless as a defensive coordinator, I don't know, you start playing two-hand touch, but even then, if you're all sweaty, to my knowledge, that ain't ideal. But the reality is, these meeting rooms, all these people are going to be close. But here's the thing with Malcolm Jenkins, and and I say this about all the NBA players, I say this to anyone in society, if you don't want to do it, don't do it. And then if there's financial implications, that's on you, get a lawyer, sue for your money, whatever. But no one, this is the best part about America, No one forces you to do anything you don't want to do. Nobody does. So if you're uncomfortable playing football in this environment, that is your prerogative, and you have the right to feel that way. And I wouldn't blame you if you feel that. Well, one thing, Malcolm Jenkins, I care about my parents. That's fine. I respect Malcolm Jenkins. Followed his career very closely over the last decade. But, you know, if you're just going to, you don't have to play. You do not have to play. And you've seen some of these players like, I think the NBA gave him a date, and if you don't have an underlying health concern, I know baseball is the same, you won't get paid. Like, that is the reality of life. If the jobs start, and you don't have, you just are uncomfortable, I don't have to pay you. Now, we could see you in court, that's, that's another element of America, you could always sue to try to get your money. But I think the majority of people, and Tom's on the older, hell, he's, is he the oldest player in the NFL? I guess Adam Vinatieri. Young people are just not scared of this virus. And if you don't believe that, I think you're kind of living under a rock. You know, people in their 20s and their 30s, definitely in like their teens, but hell, in the teens, you wouldn't be. You can't tell people this doesn't affect you. You won't die from this. And the numbers show it. You're like more likely to get in a car accident and expect them to follow the rules like a guy 60 years old. I understand why Arnold Schwarzenegger is taking this virus so seriously, right? He's in his 70s. He's a, his life is fantastic. He does not want to damn. Right? I don't blame him at all. He does not want to get sick. He's in the threshold. My mother, 
in her 70s, been sick before. She's very cautious, as she should be. Me? I'm not the same. I'm 35, healthy. I, 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 I'm on a text thread right now in golf in the, on the PGA Tour. If you get the coronavirus, and Nick Watney did a week ago, they give you $100,000 stipend. $100,000 stipend. I texted probably 10 buddies. Be kind of joking around. Like, would you swallow a pill or inject the coronavirus for $100,000? I did not get one no. My answer is also yes. Now, the more I've thought about it, maybe I have some disease, you know, something inside me that I don't know about. Now, I got... I typically get yearly physicals, and they usually check out all right, but you never know. So would it be worth it? I would do it right now. Now, I wouldn't, if you're going to tax the $100,000, if I get a hundred cash straight, I'm taking it. And everyone that I text, rich people, poor people, whatever, they all have the same response. So I, I think there is a huge disconnect. Not People love to act like, oh, everyone thinks it's a hoax. No, I, I haven't met one person who thinks this thing is a hoax. Though, I do think it's fair to say, we don't have, the information changes every day, uh, and younger people are just not impacted. It's why the death rate is plummeting. The cases that are coming out on a weekly basis are, are, have been rising. Now, some of these states have opened very, very aggressively, but a lot of it is younger people. The, the age for people testing positive has dropped dramatically. Well, those people don't get as impacted. Now, they, you know, some of them can. I'm not saying that... Every young person can just fight off the disease. But based on the statistics, what's it like 99.7% of them? Good, <laughs> right? So the, in the NFL, who have people involved in the sport in their 20s and their 30s, who have to have the utmost confidence in their own physical ability to overcome anything, broken bones, ACLs, shoulders, I mean, actual tangible physical pain, that they've had done and overcome it. So you think they're going to be scared of a virus that they're told can't really impact them and won't have any effect. And then when it has impacted people in the sport, they've been like Zeke Elliott. Yeah, I'm good. It was weird for a couple days, but I feel great. All these NBA players, yeah, feeling good. Can't wait to get back with my team. What do you think? They're going to be scared of their own shadow? That's not how it's going to work. It's pretty easy to understand why all these guys aren't necessarily following, quote-unquote, the NFLPA's rules. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. When you're an American Express Platinum Card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? I've, I've lost count. Or, Shoot that, shoot that! And even, Checkout's not until 4, so... Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and 4 p.m. late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like in the parking lot at your kid's peewee championship game. A trophy bigger than your five-year-old is blocking the rear windshield of the car in front of you. As they reverse into you, you're stuck on defense. 
And if you don't have the right auto insurance coverage, this crash could drain your athletic fund. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary. Let's dive into a couple stories that that I found. I guess I didn't find them. They existed, and then I read a headline. I'm like, oh, that'll be interesting to talk about on the show. First, the NFL canceled the Hall of Fame game. Easy move. I, I, I've been saying for a couple weeks, my guess, there is no preseason. That's just an educated guess, zero inside information. I'll be a little surprised if they play preseason games. I, I, why risk it? Just go all in on the actual games that matter. Now, I, I don't pretend to know the economics of the preseason games and their impact, and, but it can't be that much relative to how important the regular season the playoff games are. So my educated guess here on June 25, and I've been saying this, I think I said it last week, I, I expect no preseason games. This is an easy one. The Hall of Fame won't happen this year, which sucks. I love Hall of Fame weekend, and the guys get their speeches, and sad deal. But who, who's the class? Is it Ed Reed? Was Ed Reed last year? I don't, I don't, I, it's hard. It's, do you know what's crazy? So much has happened in the last three months. Honest to God, I'd have to Google it. I have no clue who's in this Hall of Fame class. Pretty sure it was Ed Reed. I, I I can't even remember. I mean, it's just it just been that crazy of a year. But so no Hall of Fame game. Roger Goodell also said he will not close the door on fans in 2020. Of course, the media is like, how could he say that? Business 101. You don't close the door on anything. You you stay ready for it all. Do you think Roger Goodell thinks there'd be fans? Probably not. But what's the point in closing the door? So the media can write some articles? So there can be some headlines on Twitter? Who cares? Say, yeah, we're open to everything and anything. We take it day by day. The little coach speak. Do I think fans are going to be at the games? I don't. Could they be? Possibly. I mean, maybe you could sell, you know, 30%. I, I don't exactly know. I'd have to text a couple guys I know in the NFL that are in charge of, like, tickets and stuff. But I haven't even bothered them. Because, again, they, they know nothing right now. Now, the, I talk with an executive who's in charge of business for a team who makes a lot of money, uh, the team. Now, he probably does too, but the team makes a lot of money. And Goodell announced that the first eight rows, which probably are the angle in which the cameras hit, will you'll be able to sell uh, advertising on those rows. And, and the guy I talked to said what they would do is because of the weird year, part of, if I run a company, you know, uh, let's just call it uh, Johnny Mids, and Johnny Mids is some huge beer, and I pay the 49ers, I give them $50 million for a five-year deal to have a huge billboard of Johnny Mids and sell Johnny Mids, I kind of like Johnny Mids, in their stadium. Well, a huge part of that is obviously for television, maybe I'll get a couple, you know, the camera will hit that sign. But for 10 games a year, <clears throat> I get 75,000 people see that sign and then drink my beer at the stadium. Well, if those people don't exist, how do you scratch their back? And how you scratch their back is by throwing Johnny Mids, you know, on one of the sets of the tarp. It's why Bud Light, it's why SeatGeek, it's why whoever the companies, I can't even, you know, Home Depot, whoever your companies are, your major sponsors, they're going to get that because these teams, and this is why it's going to seem like, oh, they're going to make a lot more money. I, I think a lot of teams won't make any more money because they're going to feel obligated to do it for their big sponsors. They're already in enormous business deals. These are not like, you know, some like podcast deals I'm doing. Like, oh, no big deal, you know. Tens of thousands of dollars. We're talking millions of millions of dollars. I'm talking podcast advertising deals. You know, they're doing... If You if you know what Bud Light... Someone told me a while back, Jerry Jones got like eight figures with Coors Light when they originally started it. Some of these alcohol companies give enormous amounts of money. Enormous amounts of money. You're not just going to be able to give the sponsorship to some random person when you're obligated to this money that keeps flowing in to these big companies, whoever they are in your area, the national, whatever. So, 
you know, I, I think it's a little more. People are like, oh, they just make all their money back from the fans. I don't. I'd pump the brakes on that because if I have an advertiser and let's say I can't do a podcast, but I'm going to do, I, I'm going to go live on Periscope and I'm going to do some YouTubes. And part of the reason I can't do the podcast is, let's just hypothetically say, because of the coronavirus. Well, and the the advertiser goes, well, I'll still pay you. Can you get? Can you take care of me on your other platforms? I say, yeah. You know, and that's just part of the deal. That's the way I'm sure everyone listening to this, it's the crazy part about this time is we've all tried to take care of who we're in business with because we want to keep the money flowing. I mean, that's that's the point of business. I get the media hates that thought process. You need money coming in, so you get money coming out. Like, that's the way the real world works. And once you start getting money coming in, you don't want it to stop. Whether it's a dollar or whether it's $100 million, it's all the same concept. You want to keep it flowing. Anyone that has multiple revenue streams knows it's pretty sweet. And once you get two, you want three, and then you want four, and then you want five. I think I read a stat once. Most millionaires have like seven different revenue streams. Uh, so, yeah, it's just a reality. Uh, the Ravens have not had serious conversations about Antonio Brown. Not shocked. I mean, they were in that division. They've had... I, I just... Why would they mess with them? They got a pretty good thing going. Their problem has not been, you know what? The Ravens would have won the championship if they had Antonio Brown. Their problem just basically was just Lamar. He's throwing it all over the place. You know, he just needs to be accurate on third down. Now, would Antonio Brown help them? Of course. They have a good defense. They have a great running game. In theory, they should be a little more explosive on offense this year. They added J.K. Dobbins. Marquise Brown's going to be healthy all season. Mark Andrews is a stud. Lamar's good. I mean, he's defending MVP. So I, I, I wouldn't... My recommendation, if John Harbaugh's like, you know, you live in the Bay Area, you watch the Antonio Brown uh, saga play out. You knew a couple guys in the Raiders staff. What would you think? I wouldn't touch him with a 10-foot pole. And I'll be the first guy to tell you, he's one of the most remarkable players I've ever watched in my, you know, 25 years of watching the NFL. Absolutely remarkable player. Elite. Hall of Famer. First ballot. I don't know if he'll get in the Hall of Fame, but he was a first ballot Hall of Fame talent. I would not mess with him. I don't care how much he shut up on social media. I don't care what he's done. I saw enough in a year span that I can't ever unsee. From the burning the feet to the hot air balloon, to leaving practice, to the helmet, to screaming at his ex-wife in front of his house, to going on Twitter, to talking about the... Uh, the, the massage parlor with Robert Kraft on Twitter. He, I, I don't trust guys like that. He's already shown you, you can't trust him. Elite talent. You put him on the Ravens, he's probably their best player. And they have the defending MVP. That's how good the guy is. Wouldn't touch him. I think you're crazy if you mess with him. Now, will he be in the NFL? I'm not naive enough. Yes, he will be in the NFL. Antonio, I, I, I wouldn't say will 100% lock. I would expect him in the next calendar year to get a to play in the NFL. I, I would expect that. Uh, Adam Gase. Dude's just a disaster. I, I don't really know what else to say. He was kind of the first Kyle Shanahan, Sean McVay type, and he's just weird dude, man. Weird, weird guy. Every, it feels like once a week, it's like, oh, players are anti-Adam Gase. Oh, Jamal Adams wants out because of Adam Gase. You know, it's like drip, 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 drip. Like, I, I, I'm tired of hearing anyone defend Adam Gase, and no one really is, but it's just Adam Gase. Like, Adam Gase is just not a normal human. Now, to coach in the NFL, you got to be a little unnormal, but clearly he struggles to interact with humans. I, I get he, him and Peyton got along, and they scored a lot of points, but let's call a spade a spade. I mean, the dude is coaching for his career this year. Now, will he get offensive coordinator jobs? Probably. But God, he's got some issues. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury 
the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. An epic matchup between your two favorite teams, and you're at the game getting the most from what it means to be here with American Express. You breeze through the card member entrance, stop by the lounge. Now it's almost tip-off, and everyone's already on their feet. This is going to be good. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your life sports experience at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like in the parking lot at your kid's peewee championship game. A trophy bigger than your five-year-old is blocking the rear windshield of the car in front of you. As they reverse into you, you're stuck on defense. And if you don't have the right auto insurance coverage, this crash could drain your athletic fund. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary. Okay, let's get to the Middlecoff mailbag. At John Middlecoff is the Instagram. And, uh, yeah, fire in questions. Question for the pod. I'm going to be a med student by the time the NFL season starts. Kind of smart. So I'll be kind of busy. If you only had enough time per week to watch one game, would you choose between watching your favorite team play or would you watch whichever game seemed to be the most interesting that week? Like Chiefs Saints or something. To me, it depends who your team is. If you have a team, you know, in the group of like, seven, eight, nine, ten teams that you think could win a Super Bowl, right? Chiefs, Niners, Saints, Seattle, Baltimore. I I think you got to watch, right? Packers. I'm not saying the Packers can win a Super Bowl, but they're, you got Rodgers. Unless you're playing a really shitty team and it's kind of boring, then I would go like Chiefs-Ravens if I'm like watching Niners-New York Giants. Uh, but if if my team is sweet, hell, even if I like the Titans fan, like I think we're gonna make the playoffs. I'm watching my team the majority of weeks. That's how I'd be wired. Now I'm a guy that doesn't really have a team anymore. Uh, so I and who watches just good games? Now, granted, I watch every Niner game. Uh, but and thank God they were good last year. But really, the last couple of years, I I I I would turn Niner games off. Uh, so yeah, I, I would, I'm a big believer in good football. <laughs> like I, it's pretty simple. I, I said this even when I worked in the NFL, I hated watching the bad players. This is the pros. I, I want to watch the good players. I want to eat. And when I say good, it's, I'm not just talking Patrick Mahomes. I want to watch the guys that are starting on good teams, the good players. You know, I, I'm not doing this. If I wanted to watch bad football, I'd find a crappy high school game. Uh, so I, I, I would recommend your team's good. Go with that. If not, best game of the week. I'd love to hear a discussion about how guys, scouts, employees, players feel about when a fan says we. You had a mailbag that said it that way and you loved it. Isn't that why we are here? My Ravens, we signed Campbell, we did this. How is that looked at by real NFL people? Yeah, I don't think people care that much. You know, I think at the end of the day, a coach, a smart player, a GM, there's a reason they're making more money than they've ever made. It's because of the fans. Now, is is being that, especially as a player, it, it can be exhausting. I would imagine I've never been a player in the sense of, you know, you go to Safeway to get a sandwich and you're getting bugged. Even like Belichick and Andy Reid, can those guys really go around town? But there's a reason they get huge money. And it's because of the fans. It's because people say we. It's because a large percentage of people in all these cities give a shit. 
So I, I, I actually thought when you said, I'm interested to hear your perspective on what the media thinks, because I would say that most of the people, those people don't care at all. Now they read it and they follow it, but that opinion, while kind of gets under their skin maybe sometimes, you know, it doesn't like, you know, now there's a lot of writers and, you know, people in the media they respect, but I think the fans, these people ain't, you know, the people in the league ain't dumb. They understand the importance of, when you say 20 million people watch a game, it's the reason all these people are making so much money. That's the reason I can do this, sitting and make a living talking into a mic in my home office, podcasting about football. I mean, the sport is just so big. So many people care. I'm glad. Now, I'm a sports fan. I I wish every sport mattered. I I got the replay of the uh, Travelers Championship. I just watched Justin Rose hit it about five feet. Nice little baby fade. I'm a sports guy. I want everyone to like sports. But the, the reality is, is that we group, and I know this from working in a radio, diehard sports fans are actually a smaller percentage than you think. Now, the casual sports fan is really big. That's why I fell in love with Colin Coward, because he related to so many different people. And it's how I kind of like to do it, because I have a lot of other interests besides sports and even football. It's why I try to bring in other things I'm doing in life you know, from a business standpoint, I know a lot of you guys work in real life businesses. You know, it's just whatever you do for a living, we all know it's what we end up talking a lot about. Hell, it's why, in a weird, insecure way, sometimes when I go out and I meet someone, you know, it's like I'd rather talk to them about their business than talk about, like, you know, football, right? Now, I, I like, I can talk to the other sports that aren't as like, well, what do you think about this? And I, I, but I also try to balance it. Like I never take it for granted. I get to do this for a living, and I really have my entire adult life. But I, I'm as interested in other stuff going on as I am in like who's going to be the right tackle for the Detroit Lions. Granted, I'm not really interested in that at all. I don't care. Why does it seem the sports media is rooting against sports coming back? I don't get it. Don't they know where their money comes from? Mainstream sports media has become so insufferable now to people like me who actually love sports. Why I really enjoy your pod. Yeah, I don't get it. I mean, I do. Uh, the media, they, they follow each other. There's a huge groupthink element to it. Uh, they, they don't really understand business. Why Dana White a couple weeks ago said, you know, the, the, me, the mass layoffs, if, if sports don't come back, and I'm, not, I'm the only guy trying here, could be historic, and it still might be. I mean, Disney, all these companies are losing their ass. Hell, I played golf with my brother the other day, and the guy, doctor I used to go to, my brother ran into him at the store, and he's my brother's doctor, and he was telling him like he had to take a pay cut. I mean, this guy's been a doctor for like 20 years, makes good money, but it's like, geez, I mean, just the, the impact of all this stuff, like I, I don't understand. And I get it. The media is kind of anti-economy, which I, I'm pro-economy. Like every guy listening, I hope your business, obviously it's a rough time, but just in normal circumstances can do well. I hope everyone succeeds. It's like if you root for business, I don't know, it's weird. It's very... It's I, I don't really understand quite how to quantify it beside that they just kind of resent money, which is also bizarre because they cover really rich people, which is weird. I, I, I can't I've never been able to quite put my finger on it. I also think a lot of them part of this deal is when it when Corona first started, it kind of freaked a large percentage of us out because it kind of like everyone could die. And they, you know, went all in on that everyone could die. It was the worst thing ever. And it turned out it wasn't quite true, right? But they believed in the shutdown, and now they just refused to pivot. I've never gotten that. It's what I don't understand about politics online. It's like a cult. You, you, Whatever side you're on, you're not allowed to be like, you know, this is kind of stupid. Like, you know, actually, this doesn't really, this isn't true. It's like you can only retweet your side even when the other side does something right, or your side does something stupid. It's very cultish. That's why when people ask, are you political? No, I'm just, I'm not really. I mean, I I think the whole thing is kind of out of control, at least based on social media. And there are things that are just, just weird times. And uh, yeah, I don't, I don't have much in common with most of the quote-unquote mainstream media that's against bringing back sports. I, I don't understand how anyone, it'd be like, It'd be like if you worked in technology rooting for the internet to not come back or something. You know, it's just like, what are we talking about? Are we stupid? 
No, and they're like, you want people to die? No, literally no one wants anyone to die that doesn't have to. Stop saying that. It's not the point. But you can root for sports and hope everything, and we can do this in somewhat a safe way. Bizarre deal. It's just me, or does it seem like everyone is sleeping on Gardner Minshew? Maybe I'm biased because I'm a Washington State fan, but he seemed to have a pretty solid rookie season for a guy no one expected to even see the field for a while, if at all. I mean, 21-6 and TD to interception ratio, not bad for only starting 12 games. Kyler Murray, who everyone has deemed a star, threw 20 touchdowns, 12 picks, and 16 games. Not sure why everyone says Kyler is amazing and a future star and Gardner is a bum. Now, a little like Corona being a hoax, I don't think anyone's saying Gardner's a bum. But Kyler, if you just watch the eye test, Kyler is a freak talent. Freak talent. Gardner's good. Gardner's actually way better than I thought he'd be. Now, is he going to be just some consistent starter? I would pump the brakes on that, but I'm with you. I saw him do things in 2019 that I was like, whoa, this guy can be a starting quarterback in the NFL. Now, just two years ago, before he got to Washington State, he almost went to Nick Saban to be a coach. (laughs) So, you know, it's not like he's some blue chip talent. The talent he has compared to Kyler is not even in the same conversation. He was a six-rounder for a reason. Every team in the league was passing on him over and over and over because his talent's not great. That doesn't mean he's not a good football player, but it's just raw ability. I'm rooting for him. Uh, Do I have confidence that he's going to be better than Kyler? I wouldn't go that far. I wouldn't go that far. Listening to three and out, awesome as usual. Good weed stocks to invest in. Again, not a stock trader, professionally. Just do it on the side a little bit. I actually just sold ACB today. I'm going to invest into something else. The two that I currently own are CGC and TLRY. Now, are those going to be big hits? I don't know. I have five-figure investments into both. I'm not planning on seeing the returns in 2020. More of a long-term play. Could it be huge? I'd expect one, if not both, to be pretty big. So, now, could they not? Sure. So, I'm not telling you. If you don't have the money, don't do it. But those those are my two uh, investments. CGC and TLRY. And my strategy with the weed companies were when big banks or when the beer companies invested in them, so did John Middlecoff with two Fs. I just went third person. Okay, I bet I'm your biggest fan in Belgium. Colin talks about winning the season or winning the war in referring to Brady and Belichick. I know you believe the NFL will have a season, but what if they don't? The, I, see, I no, see, I don't believe the NFL. I, I, I think they're gonna try. No, I know they're gonna try, but who knows? I mean, if the whole, if the whole team gets sick, what if all your quarterbacks get sick? I don't know. I, I am not saying by any means the season is just gonna go on as planned. They're gonna try. But who knows? I mean, shit changes every day. The Patriots won't even have a quote-unquote tank season, and Brady will be a year older when he gets back on the field. Treat it as a hypothetical if you want, but hasn't the corona crisis been a perfect storm for a team like the Patriots that lives by the concept of next man up? No team benefits more for crazy, weird things happening than Belichick. The, Belichick has the number one advantage when a pandemic hits. 100%. It, now, his team's not, like, the Chiefs are better. So, the Chiefs' advantage is their players are really good. But he does crazy things. Now, I don't know if their team's going to be good enough. I, I still think that they would compete for a seven seed. But the more weird things happen every week, next man up philosophy, yeah, I would say advantage Patriots. I also think Tom's at a disadvantage. I know he's working out. We talked about that earlier. But he hasn't had a chance to work on the field with Bruce Arians. Arian's offense is way different than Tom Brady's what offense he's used to running. I mean, when's the last time you really close your eyes and picture Tom throwing deep? It's like 07, 09, and 10. It's been a long time. He, I, I wouldn't call him a dink and dunk guy, but he's definitely short to intermediate. When I think Arians, I think Carson Palmer, I think Luck, I think Roethlisberger, I think uh, Jameis, bombs away. That's not really Tom's deal. Now, Tom has the arm to do it, but can they protect? You know, can they protect him? I don't know. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. 
VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other. As Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infinity QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m., wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> Much better. 2 p.m., grab seats for the game. Come on, pick and roll! 6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like in the parking lot at your kid's peewee championship game. A trophy bigger than your five-year-old is blocking the rear windshield of the car in front of you. As they reverse into you, you're stuck on defense. And if you don't have the right auto insurance coverage, this crash could drain your athletic fund. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Based on coverage selected. Subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary. Okay. Hey, recently started listening to the Three and Out uh, podcast. Love the show. Obviously, the, ba- uh, the Major League Baseball has a huge problem with marketing the younger generation and expanding its audience. The NFL, meanwhile, has no problem with, what, with whatever it does. Uncle Colin always talks how the NFL borrows things from other leagues, which is why it's so good. Any idea, an idea I had to make baseball better would be to establish a red zone type show for baseball. Call it running and scoring positions, or bases loaded, or whatever. Kind of like Sunday red zone where they cover all the Saturday afternoon games until the ESPN Saturday Night Baseball. I think you mean Sunday night. During the show, you can tune into the game, crunching situations, as well as highlights such as scoring plays, home runs, RBIs, defensive plays, pitchers striking out the side, diving catches, ETC. This would allow baseball to appear as a faster game, even though it really isn't, which, in my opinion, is the same way with football as well. Whistles, huddles, ETC. Also, there would be no Sunday night games other than the Saturday night game, I think you mean Sunday night game on ESPN, while you would have a ton of games in the day. What are your thoughts on this? Thanks. Uh, yeah, I don't think it's a terrible idea. Here's the problem, though. Baseball is consumed regionally. In football, I could be in California, and I will be locked into Chiefs-Ravens. Or locked into, you know, Saints-Packers, right? Or Eagles-Cowboys. The rating in Cal in the Bay Area will be big. Sunday night football. It does huge numbers here in 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 California. Just like a 49er Seattle game does huge numbers in Philly. The football's so national. And it's also you you play fantasy. So when you're watching the red zone, which I think a lot of us do, we're keeping an eye on, oh, did my guy score? Oh, what happened here? Oh, or am I betting on this game? In baseball, I know for me as a baseball fan, now I'm unique because I, as a sports, I'm just a huge sports consumer. Though, as I get older, if I ever settle down, have some kids, like, I just won't be able to watch much baseball. And the more and more people I talk to that used to watch a lot of baseball had never watched less. But what they still do watch is their own team. So if I'm going to watch a game, I'm going to watch the Giants. Just like if I'm a Dodger fan, I want to watch the Dodgers or Yankees or the Astros or whoever my team is, the Red Sox. I don't really care about like what's happening in the Cardinal game. Now, I'm not anti your idea. Any way to get more juice flowing and make it feel more action-packed is not a bad idea. 
Though, I think the way people consume the sport, it's so big regionally, people don't care what the Texas Rangers are doing against the Minnesota Twins. I want to watch the Angels because I'm an Angel fan. And in, in football, it's a little different because you got guys on your fantasy. We've gambled. We're just we're a fan of Aaron Rodgers. It's a, I think it just think it's a little different in baseball. Though again, I like where your head's at. I like the uh, like the outside the box thinking. I'm just not sure it works. But I appreciate you listening. Thanks for starting to listen to the show. And thanks for everyone else to listen. Have a good weekend. Stay safe. Uh, and yeah, we're actually July 4th really is right around the corner. So enjoy the weekend, and I will talk to y'all soon. Peace. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like in the parking lot at your kid's peewee championship game. A trophy bigger than your five-year-old is blocking the rear windshield of the car in front of you. As they reverse into you, you're stuck on defense. And if you don't have the right auto insurance coverage, this crash could drain your athletic fund. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary. You know, in today's world, it seems the best treatment is reserved only for a few. Well, Discover wants to change that by making everyone feel special. That's why with your Discover card, you have access to 24-7 live customer service, as well as $0 fraud liability, which means you're never held responsible for unauthorized purchases. Finally, no matter who you are or where you are in life, you'll feel special with Discover. Learn more at discover.com slash credit card. Limitations apply. This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a Corolla built just for you. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places.